0: What's up everybody welcome to episode number 57 of the reps podcast we are here we're live and today we're going to be talking about weak point training Um, But there's gonna be a little bit of a twist on it today So make sure you stay tuned listen to the whole episode uh, because we're gonna kind of take it in a little bit of a different direction Um, But uh, yeah, I got a question from a listener um, about arms and his arms aren't growing so he he messaged me and we're going to talk about weak point training in general so not specific to the arms but if you just have that body part that's lagging how can you bring it up man so that's what we're going to talk about today episode 57 reps podcast coming to you right now here we go we're gonna go ahead and dive into this so weak point training so I got a, a, a text actually I think they saw my poll on on Instagram and then they just shot me a text but this is a text from one of my former athletes I'm just gonna go ahead and read it to you guys so it says hey C-Roy hope all is well how should I train an underdeveloped body part it seems no matter how much I train my arms they don't grow as much as I'd like them to and they rarely get sore when I do train them any advice would be helpful. Thanks. You to Goat Mason. <laughs> Thanks, Mason. Um, everything is well, I can't complain. Hope everything is well on your end as well. Um, but, um, this, this is a good topic. Um, I actually have a blog on my website and I, I already directed all this to him, but I figured this would be a good topic to cover on the podcast, especially because I'm going to give a little bit of a twist here at the end. Um, that you guys uh, will have to stay tuned for to see. Um, but I figured it'd be a good podcast topic, right? So, you know, obviously if Mason's having issues with this, then he's probably not the only one, right? And I know he's not because I struggled with this forever too. And that's what, you know, led me to write the article that I, I wrote on my website because I found out how to to kind of fix, um, you know, lagging body parts and and take in an approach to weak point training that actually works, right? So... Um, so first off, go go ahead and go check, check that blog post out. I think it's actually the very first blog post on my website. Um, so you have to go way back. Secondly, for arm specific weak point training, um, go and check out. The arm training ebook that I just dropped a few weeks ago uh, if you go on the homepage of the website I believe it'll pop up you can put your email in there uh, the lock and load arm training cheat code that's a great arm training resource if you are specifically trying to um, beef up your arms and train your arms in a way that is going to uh, maximize their development so now we we'll got all that out of the way Let's get into kind of this main topic, right? This weak point training. So what is weak point training? Weak point training is essentially the way you're going to approach your training regiment to try to bring up a lagging body part, right? So for myself, the longest time it was always my delts. My delts were always way behind everything else. You know, my arm development was pretty good. Uh, My chest and back would get pretty damn thick, but then on top of all the stuff i just have these just like flat ass underdeveloped delts right and it drove me crazy it didn't matter my shoulder workouts were insane i would do 30 40 sets of shoulders doing drop sets supersets just doing stuff to where it just burned like all hell like doing everything i could right and they just did never would grow so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today is how do we get them to grow, right? And, and whatever body part that might be for you. So I want to preface all this by saying there is a genetic component to this, right? So, you know, regardless of what you do in your training, you know, you might be just kind of, you might have just drawn the kind of short straw genetics wise on a certain body part, right? Like, no matter how much I train my calves, I'm never going to have beefy calves, right? <laughs> like, my, my calf inserts extremely high up onto my lower leg. Um, I have an extremely long Achilles tendon, right? You can't grow a tendon. You know, my Achilles tendon ain't going to beef up. So, I'm never going to have massive calves. And that's okay, right? Because there's give and take with all this stuff, right? Because of that... I am naturally a little bit more explosive, I can jump higher, I can, you know, sprint a little bit faster, you know, so there is give and take, it it lends itself to be a little bit of a benefit on the athletic side of things, which is fine. So genetically speaking, you know, there, there is only so much you can do, right? That doesn't mean you can't do anything. And we're going to cover that, but just know that going into it. So when it comes to weak point training, I have a little four step process here, right? So This might be a little bit more in depth than what kind of went on with the um, the blog post, um, <clears throat> so this is actually going to be a good complement to that blog post. But uh, step number one here is we have to ask ourselves what is weak, right? What is weak? What is underdeveloped? You know, in weak point training, it's not just muscle development wise; it could be a strength deficit too, right? So this 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 accounts for both muscle development and hypertrophy of a muscle like the size of it but also the output right the strength of it so we have to ask ourselves what is weak right so if you are pretty in tune with your body your physique then you probably have a a good idea of what is weak number two what we we have to ask ourselves why is it weak right so this takes a little bit of um maybe investigation on your part. Um or if if you if you really just can't figure it out, then you can always hire a professional. Um but we have to ask ourselves why is it weak? So, you know, in the in the instance of, you know, Mason's arms or my delts, you know, we're looking at these things like we can see they're underdeveloped. Um but why are they underdeveloped? So first we ask ourselves Are we neglecting it in our training? You know, are we never training this muscle in both of our instances? We are already, uh, you know, kind of on on the on that track of figuring out like, oh, you know, this stuff's underdeveloped. I'm going to train it more and more and more. So obviously that wasn't the, the problem in our situation, but you'll see this a lot with people like with more, more so strength deficits, right? Like if they have a lift that they're trying to do, and they keep failing, they're not getting as strong as they want on a certain lift, you know, then they realize like, Oh, well, maybe it's because I'm never training this muscle and this muscle is is not as strong as it needs to be. Then, you know, you can start to see how things kind of get neglected, right? You know, if, if your bench is weak and not getting trained, you know, or, or not as strong as you want it to be, but you never train your triceps. Well, you know, that's probably a good place to start. So, um, so you have to ask yourself, you know, why is it weak? Is it neglected? Yes, no, maybe so. Who knows? Um, that's for you to figure out. <clears throat> Next, you could say, is it a leverage issue? Right? It, 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 like, I have very long legs, right? So, I'm never gonna be a, a great you know, ass grass squatter, right? And because I have long legs, I naturally have more of kind of like a hingey squat, like I really get my ass back and, and use more of my glutes and my hamstrings, which lends my quads to not getting as much stimulus as they should, right? That, that leverage of my long legs shifts most of the focus onto my My ass, my glutes, my hamstrings, and my quads get a little bit less stimulation from those things. So leverage issues can cause muscles to not get as much uh, tension through them, not get as much stimulus in certain exercises. So that's something you have to look at. Um, And then lastly, the last big one is recruitment. Is it a recruitment issue? And if you've accounted for for neglect you've accounted for maybe leverage and you're really targeting a muscle specific muscle still isn't working for you then you can put your money and be pretty confident in knowing that it's probably a recruitment issue meaning we are just not recruiting that muscle very well we are not getting Solid contraction on it, right? We're not we're not able to put good tension through it We, we were kind of missing a little bit of that mind muscle connection So after step two a- after we figure out why it's weak why it's underdeveloped <clears throat> Now we have to program accordingly, right? So like I said, if it's getting neglected then we need to increase the volume On that muscle right we need to increase the volume Increase the frequency uh, Of what we're training that muscle for If you're only training it once a week Up it to twice a week and see what happens You know if it's A certain amount of sets in a Workout you know increase some sets In that workout and see what happens you know Start with a little you can always add More you know don't kill a, A mosquito with a shotgun Right use the fly swatter First and then we'll break out the Bigger guns as we go It's a big mistake people make. Um, If it's a leverage issue, then let's get resources to increase and fix our leverage, right? So going back to my squatting example, you know, I can't uh, squat ass to grass in a super upright torso, good, clean squat because my legs are too long, right? My femur is just too long. Like I do not have... The ankle range of motion needed in order to, you know, keep my torso upright and, and hit an Astagrass squat to where, you know, my quads are getting blasted. So what I do is I elevate my heels, right? I buy some squat wedges. I buy some Olympic lifting shoes. I do something that can help increase that, that knee over toe ability which will then put more emphasis on my quads, right? So getting resources in place and getting access to resources that can help change and fix that leverage position. Um, And that's just obviously one example, right? That's just for squats. I mean, you could do that with just about any exercise. It just all depends on what your leverage issue is. So... Um, and then, lastly, recruitment. Right? If it is a recruitment issue, then you need to make sure that you are implementing the proper methods within your training to increase that recruitment. And that is pretty much all I touch on in the blog post. So make sure you go and read that blog post. Um, you know, I'll, I'll briefly touch on it here. My my biggest tool for increasing muscle recruitment is isometrics right isometrics are a secret weapon when it comes to this um, you are going to lay down more more motor units and more, and, and be more apt and, and better to recruit a muscle um, when you do isometrics and, and this is what I learned huge from my delts right um, my delts grew when I started trying to do handstands I wasn't trying to grow my delts um, I was doing all this handstand practice and just doing all of these holds, all these isometric holds and stuff. And, um, my delts over the course of three, four five months grew more than they ever had in my entire life doing, you know, 30, 40 set workouts, doing nothing but delts. Um, so isometrics are a secret weapon when it comes to improving motor unit recruitment and being able to better recruit a muscle, um, And I actually had the same issue that Mason had, right, that he had with his arms. He said that they rarely got sore when he trained them. Same thing happened with my delts. Like I would blast my delts and they just would never get sore. They would burn like a motherfucker when I trained them. And I'd be in pain and I'd be crushing the workout And then the next day, it's like I never did anything. I could do that same exact workout the next day with no problem because there's just zero muscle soreness, you know, and muscle soreness isn't the greatest indicator of a, of a beneficial workout, but if you're blasting something and it never gets sore, then you can rest assured that you probably have a little bit of like a recruitment issue. So, and you know, once I did do all these handstands and everything like that, my delts were starting to get sore. And now... To this day, when I do shoulder stuff, like just last week uh, at the end of our upper body day on Team Valor, <clears throat> um, literally, we just had three sets of 15 lateral raises. That's the only delt-focused exercise we had that whole workout. My delts were so freaking sore the next day from three sets. <laughs> like That is a huge testament coming from a guy that was doing 30 sets of delts and would never get sore, whereas now I do three sets, and it was sore to the touch. And that's because I'm just better recruiting those muscles, right? So I'm able to put more tension through them, which is a big driver of being able to damage the muscle that will make it sore, but also just to grow that muscle. So huge, huge tool, huge secret weapon. Um, No one really talks about that. Isometrics are gold. When it comes to trying to improve recruitment and thus start to grow and, and increase the the potential for a muscle, you know, just in growth and and output as far as strength goes. So um, that's step three. So programming accordingly. And then the last step, step four is reassess. Right. So after a given amount of time, you know, whatever it is, is there improvement? Are we improving? You know, usually I'll say, you know, implement something for four to six weeks and then revisit it. Right. So in any of those instances, whether you're increasing the volume, whether you're implementing different tools to fix a leverage issue, whether you're implementing some isometrics to improve your ability to recruit, you know, take four to six weeks of implementing a certain, um, you know, modality and then reassess, see where you're at. Are you feeling the muscle better? Um, Is it getting more sore? Do you see a difference in the development? Any of these things? You reassess, see if it's working. If it is, great. You know, keep on that path. If it's not, let's switch it up. Try something different. So, that's it, man. That's the that's the four step process for weak point training. Now, like I said, there's gonna be a little bit of a twist on this episode, and here it comes. this same process can be implemented for your life, right? I am a huge advocate and 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 preacher of the gym and our training being the ultimate metaphor for life, right? I try to look at as many things in my life in terms of the gym and in terms of training. As I can, because there's, I'll say nothing, you know, that I understand more than training. And if I can put it in that lens, then it helps me to better understand and kind of transfer the same principles into my everyday life, right? It just makes it, it's an easier connection for me. It makes it easier to understand for me. So I'm always trying to make those connections. And this is one of them, right? This same four-step process is something that we can use not only for our body and improving our physique and improving our strength capability and just overall improving the the potential for our body, but the same process can be applied to our lives right weak point training step number one what is weak right if, if you're looking at your life in the grand scheme of things what is weak could it be your finances could it be your relationships could it be your 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 faith your spiritual you know well-being um, could it be your career your job you know what is weak what is lagging behind what is not up to par you know where you would want it to be so what is weak? What what do you want to improve? That's step one. Once you find that, why is it weak? Right? Why are your finances not where they should be? You know, is it an income issue? Is it an outgo issue? You know, are you spending too much? Um, are you not working enough? Are you not making enough? Um is it your relationships, right? Are you lonely? D- does all of your relationships kind of go to shit after six months? Um, you know, is it your career? You're not getting as far along in your career as you think you should be? Are you not, you know, you're not gotten those last couple promotions? Like, so why are these things weak, right? Now you can start to break these things down. <clears throat> you know, yeah, you know what I, I holy shit, I spent, you know, $800 on clothes last month like that's not sustainable <laughs> like right like okay so you know if if, if financially I'm not where I want to be you know is it an income issue is it an aqua issue it's like oh you know I only make this much you know maybe I need to, to make some more so maybe that gets you looking into some side gigs or or working harder at work, trying to push for that promotion, you know, whatever that might be, right? You can start to break these things down and see, you know, why are they weak? Why are they lagging behind? Are you neglecting certain things in your life? Um, Step three, plan accordingly, right? So once you figure out, you know, once you know something's weak, then you investigate and find out why it's weak once you find out why it's weak, now you can start formulating a plan to strengthen it, right? If you're spending too much in your finances, right? Your finances are weak. You're not where you want to be financially. You find out I'm spending way too much money. Okay. Now plan accordingly. Boom. I'm going to start living on a budget every month, right? Start setting a budget, you know, only spending X amount of dollars at, each of these play, you know, each of these facets and, 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 and categories uh, within my life, um, you know, or career, right? You're not where you want to be career wise. Like, why is that? Oh, you know, I'm kind of just coasting at work. I'm not really trying too hard. All right. Well, guess what? Now it's time to start to get after it. It's time to start to over deliver. It's time to start, you know, not just getting by, not just being an employee, right you're going to start going the extra mile you're going to start pushing for for getting that next promotion right so find out why it's weak then you start to plan accordingly you start to implement things um you know that will help you overcome that right if if the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result right well guess what now we have to stray from that pattern, right? You have to do something different, and this is that this step in the process is is when you do something different, right? This is when we're changing something to change the narrative of whatever you know uh, uh, area in life that we're talking about here, right? And then step number four, reassess, right? Give it six months. You know, we'll give this one a little bit longer than our training, right? Because training follows a pretty simple. You know biological response right things are going to happen in a certain amount of time But with our lives man things don't move as fast right there's a lot of different variables when It comes to our lives Um, so we give it a little bit longer but at the end of the day all of this Whether it's with our body whether it's with our life the whole thing this whole equation sits And is dependent on consistency consistency you cannot lose sight of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what you're going after. You have to be consistent. The effort has to be there every day, right? And this reassess period, when we, when we embark on this, this, um, this uh, program, I guess we could call it, whether it be to fix a body part or fix an area in life that we're trying to improve, Before we embark on that, we have to give ourselves a timeline, right? I said with that body, it could be four to six weeks. You know, you can even push it to eight weeks. Whether now if we're looking at our lives, you know, maybe it's six months, maybe it's four months. You know, it just all depends what you're kind of trying to tackle. But you have to give yourself that period. And you have to stay consistent for that period of time. Because you have to give time for things to change. And the biggest thing that needs to change is you. That's the biggest thing, right? Changing habits is hard, I know but give yourself that time be consistent and reassess is it working is it not working if it is great you know you might have gotten that promotion in those 6 months or you know you might have saved an extra few thousand dollars cuz you've been living on a budget you know whatever that is you know that's progress man that's great and that's going to start to lead you down different paths and being able to do different things and and to keep improving those areas in life that's great but you have to stay consistent with it, right? That's the biggest thing. So um that's it guys. That's all I got for you today. Weak point training, man. Weak point training for our bodies and for our lives, man. The the gym and our training is the ultimate metaphor for life. And and you know like I said, if you can build a strong, healthy, capable body, then you can build a strong, healthy, capable avenue of life, you know, right? It's the same principles, man. So many of the same principles are transferable to everyday life. You know, it doesn't matter if it's with your career, with your job, with your finances, your relationships. There's always a way to connect it, there's always a way to make it happen. So, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate that. I hope you found that helpful. Hope you found value in that. Like the show, share the show, share this with somebody. Share this one with somebody. This is a good one. Share this one with somebody. Um, go ahead, go over. Uh, cri Uh, Team Valor, we're in the armor phase right now, armor phase where we're building muscle, we're getting strong, um, we're having fun over there on that, um, you don't have to worry about weak point training if you're on Team Valor because we handle all that for you, you don't have to worry about it, um, and then also over there we have the You versus You program, right, because at the end of the day when we're looking at trying to change our lives, trying to change a certain aspect of our lives, We are our own biggest enemy, right? At the end of the day, that's who is always in our way, is you. There's nobody else in your way. It's always you. You versus you. The you versus you programs where we tackle that stuff, where we kind of help you get out of your way, help you overcome the aspects of yourself that get in your way. Um, But that's enough. I'm done rambling. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week on another episode. Reps Podcast.